Hello, everyone. This is Jeff from the Cyber Pro Podcast, where industry leaders share their insights. It's five questions in about nine minutes because hackers never sleep. So let's jump in. Good morning, Scott. How you doing, Jeff? Good. Thank you for being with us today. I'm hoping you can spend a little, uh, a little bit of time sharing with our audience who you are and what you do. Oh, so my name is Scott Stevens. I'm the field CTO at Pensando Systems. We're a startup based out of uh, California, like most startups these days. So I'm responsible for all of our technical go-to-market efforts, our SE organization. Um, and I also have a part-time gig there running technical biz dev. So I build our ecosystem of partnerships and integrations that build off of our solution and tie in other people's to you know, focus on solving customer problems. Excellent. Question number two, share with us the most fascinating aspect about being a cyber professional during these, let's call them, unprecedented times. Outside of all of my friends asking me how to protect their house from being hacked, um, it seems to be a pretty consistent conversation now that people are getting back together again. Now, I think uh, I think cyber is, is, is a fascinating space because it keeps changing. And that's the most challenging thing, right? Every time we think we know something and we think we know how to deal with it, the hackers get more creative or the attack vectors change or what the, the outcome that somebody is looking for continues to transition. And so for me, cyber is awesome because it's a never ending learning process, right? We have to keep developing. We have to keep trying to figure out what's happening. And the solutions that we bring to market from a vendor perspective continue to change, right? The technologies of yesterday, while they still might be relevant are typically insufficient to deal with the continuing threat landscape. And so what we do and how we solve these problems keeps evolving, which uh, you know keeps you from getting bored. Ha <laughs> That's an interesting way of putting it, getting bored. Uh, and that filters right into question number three. Beautifully, we hear uh, all day from other industry leaders that cybersecurity, as much of uh, air quotes that we can put around that, is a concern that is top of mind and only getting bigger. Uh, and, and when you hear that statement, what does that mean to you? Well, I think, and there's a couple of ways to look at that. I mean, one, when we think about cybersecurity in general, that's a massively broad statement. And so it's, it's an interesting challenge because the, the customers you're gonna interact with will define cyber lots of different ways based on what their role is and what problems they're trying to solve. Um, and as vendors, we get to focus. And so we tend to look at cyber in smaller chunks and in the areas where we pay attention. And so I think you know, it's, an interesting, uh, it's an interesting environment because we have to, understand that broad landscape, but then also think about how do we solve the problems in these different areas? And as I was just talking about, how do we continue to innovate and evolve and adapt as things change? Um, the other aspect of, that your question makes me think about is sort of the, the, the philosophy, you know, we used to say, you know, switch when you can, route when you must. Um, and then security was one of those things that was deadly in terms of how it killed performance. Uh, and so we, we, we tended, even in the last handful of years, tended to think about performance first and then tried to figure out how to make security work. I think that paradigm is starting to flip where we start thinking about security first, right? And how do we protect our assets? And then we start to, you know, we start to make sure that performance is sufficient. We, we want performance to be perfect, but the, we're kind of at an interesting tipping point where security is actually getting the most important step 
in terms of how decisions are made. And then as long as performance is sufficient, we're probably in a good place. Yeah, and, and that, uh, that uh, is a very compelling response because of question number four that comes up. Uh, you know, when we think of security, I think that most folks uh, outside of our industry and, and even some within our industry, when you think of security, they think immediately of software, right? Uh, and, and not the other most important critical portion to that, which is the data center and the hardware that's behind the software. So our question number four to you today is, what insights or advice about data centers, the, tr the source of truth for AI and ML, would you care to share with our community? Well, that's a, that was actually a topic that I spent a lot of time on during the ONUG presentation where we met up, um, but it's, it's an interesting challenge. So if we go back to, to cyber and we're trying to deal with this concern of, of how do we protect our data um, from being encrypted or being stolen or whatever it might be, whatever data we're talking about, credit cards, intellectual property, healthcare, whatever it might be, the data center, is where all of that is. So the data center is the target of where people want to go. Now, um, that means our security posture, while holistic across the campus and the branches and the perimeters, it's all, it's all necessary, but the data center is the destination. And so one of the things that we did at Pensando, which is different and part of that, that sort of shifting evolution of a cyber footprint that we were talking about here in the beginning, is we took a look at how do we start to address the challenges of building and scaling a data center and learn from the hyperscalers and figure out how do we make it so security is no longer this add-in. It's, it's not an appliance you have to figure out how to combine to or some VM that you have to bounce in and out of or something that's gonna destroy your performance, right? Because as we talked about, security is becoming more important but performance still has to be appropriate. And so um, what we did was we took an approach to say, that security needs to be part of the fabric. And, and so we, from a Pensano perspective, we address networking optimization, security optimization, and even server optimization. Um, and we do that at the server edge um, and, and at various layers within the data center, but we should be in the path of the data. And by performing these services, we don't impact performance, throughput, latency, jitter, right? It should all be consistent regardless of that. And so of the question that you asked, when you think about that, there are, there are things that we do from a security perspective, from firewalling to encryption. Um, but more interestingly, uh, if you look at the evolution of security, while there's a lot of things we try to do in line, almost all the innovation that's happening these days is really algorithmic. So AI and ML. Um, and AI and ML is based on the appropriate data to process on. So if I've got great algorithms and crappy data, I get bad output. And in the data center, one of the biggest challenges we've had from an AIML perspective for years now is getting access to all of the data, both north-south, what comes in and out of the data center, but more appropriately, east-west. What is happening between all of our applications and all the tiers of our data center, which is what 80% now of the traffic in the data center. And so the Pensando solution is interesting in that we see all of that traffic. And we're the only element that really sees all of that traffic and more importantly, can report on all of that. So I can give complete visibility and complete telemetry from a flow log perspective, from a syslog perspective, for 100% of the flows that we see in the data center. That makes us an incredible source of truth for all kinds of algorithmic approaches. Whether we're talking about things like XDR, 
right? How do we how do we take all of this, these data sets and figure out is there lateral movement of malware? Is there data exfiltration taking place? Is there inappropriate user behavior? That's all done algorithmically. And so having that source of truth, having that data is an important component of solving that problem. So from my BD focus here at Pinsan, what we've, been, what we've been doing right now is building a lot of integrations with really interesting security companies. And if you go to RSA, about 60% of the companies now are algorithmic. And so we work with them to say, what's the problem that you solve? And what data sets do you need to solve that problem? If I can get you the data and you can solve the problem for the customer, it's a win-win, right? We solve the problem of data acquisition for them. They solve the problem of what is that use case for the customer? And since I can feed dozens of ML engines simultaneously, we have a, a consistent source of truth to show exactly what's happening in the data center. And we can have the ML algorithms take different looks at that and decide what is the outcome. And I had one CISO at a bank talk to us about the need, if he had one security element that told him he had a problem, he'd investigate it. If he had two different elements that told him he had the same problem, he'd cut, right? He would isolate immediately. He would react in the moment. And so we can give that dual phenomenology um, if you want to, sorry, I'm parking all the way back to the military now. Um, but that, that dual view of what's going on in the data center or, or a multi-sourced view of what's happening to make the appropriate corrective actions in the moment before data is lost. So I think having a great source of truth, one that can be trusted, can solve all kinds of security problems. By the way, it also solves networking problems at the same time. So it's, a, it's an interesting evolution that we haven't had to deal with in the past. Uh, I could spend hours on that, but unfortunately we don't have hours today, but I do want to get back to a question in a second. But on that, I wanted to say thank you very much, Scott, for your time today. It has been fascinating to hear your perspective. And for those of you who know about the CyberPro podcast, we usually post three or four episodes every week on different epi uh, topics. Please come back and see us again soon. Thank you, Scott. Thanks, Jeff. Take care.